0: All right, the million-dollar question after Saturday. Did that game change our opinion of how many games Syracuse is going to win this season and what type of team Syracuse is going to field? We will dive into that now. It is the Locked on Syracuse podcast. You are locked on Syracuse, your daily podcast on the Syracuse Orange, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, a Wednesday lockdown, Syracuse. Tim Leonard, Tyler Rocky. You can find us wherever you get your podcasts. Also, check us out on YouTube. That's a new addition to the show. You can watch our faces as we make some bad Syracuse football takes over the course of the season. And you we're a visual learner,
1: up. Tim. Right? Is that, is that the way that you were? Because I, I had to see it. it you could tell me it, it, however many different ways. I had to see it, and to me, that's you know, what YouTube does. I think I am. I don't know if I really realized that when I was
0: in school, which is probably a big mess on my part, but Do I like You haven't even podcasts. learned
1: what learner,
0: what type of learner you yes. are yet. Okay. I, I'm, I'm a Noted. little more visual, I would say, than anything, mm-hmm. for sure. But it's good because now we're on YouTube and now everyone can
1: watch us. You can subscribe to the and show And you can leave us a YouTube. comment, too. I, there, yes. There's some people who are not happy with, with some of the things that we've said. Um, well, we, did get, we did get one... Uh, saying that we're missing the mark on Sean Tucker and that he doesn't need to be in on every play. What we're trying to say is, is that this team is going to be better when it has better personnel out there. Um, so, yeah. Uh, also, I think uh, I think this is Garrett Williams' dad who, who's commented on one of our things. He, he just replied LOL to this guy's comment, um, which I <laughs> believe is Garrett Williams' dad. So be like Garrett Williams' father. Watch us on YouTube. Right. So –
0: I'm confused. Did we say that Sean Tucker should be out there for every play? I don't remember saying that. Well, I,
1: I feel it like- was kind of – it was when we were saying there were a couple times in the red zone when he should have been out there. And I stand by oh, right, 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 yeah. There were times yeah. when he was not out there. And I get running back's a very expendable position, but you give yourself the best chance to win – when you've got guys who can maximize their abilities in those situations. And in the red zone, you want your best personnel out there in those situations.
0: No doubt. Well, real quick, I just want to remind everyone, because the NFL season does start tomorrow now. If you're listening the day we drop this on Wednesday, you got that big game tomorrow night, jacked up to watch the Bucks and the Cowboys square off. And if you want to get ready for the NFL season, which I'm sure a lot of crossover here, if you like Syracuse football, you've probably got a favorite NFL team out there. The Lockdown Podcast Network is the best place to get you prepped. Nobody covers it like the Lockdown Podcast Network. They are everywhere you get your podcast, so subscribe now and you can get ready with the Lockdown's ultimate season preview. That's running through September eighth and getting you ready for that first game. But the uh, big question here, and you bring up how people have been commenting and and you know critiquing the show and whatnot. And we love all the interaction. Yeah, we said,
1: you, yeah, if you interact with the show, we're gonna read it in all likelihood on the show. So keep on doing it. Keep on. We're going to shout you out. We don't care. Good, bad. We stand by the stuff we say.
0: (laughs) Exactly. And you know, we said three wins for this team. And we said that mostly from a perspective of, I think this team's going to be better, but the schedule is really tough. I think we were pretty much in agreement there. We thought they were going to beat Ohio. I think we both had them winning by basically a touchdown, but winning the game, they win the game by 20 points. Now the question is, Are we still sitting there thinking three wins is a good pick? Are we still sitting there thinking this is the Syracuse team we expected to see? And I'm not going to overreact to one game against an Ohio team that I thought didn't look as good as I was anticipating, but I will give Syracuse some credit for making Ohio look that way. And I'll say that I'm trending in a more positive direction in terms of the outlook of the season now, and that's for a number of different factors that we can talk about. But I'm definitely – Sort of inclined to believe this is going to be a little bit better team than I initially thought after what was a very strong performance on Saturday.
1: I do want to see it again because I don't want to be too reactionary and and play Monday morning quarterback here. But this was an Ohio team that you just flat out outmatched in all three phases plus coaching. Syracuse was just the better team, and and you should be. You're a Power Five institution, a, a team out of the ACC. You should be putting a whooping on Mac teams and Syracuse did that. It's tough to be upset with all that, but I'm not going to overreact to a game where a lot of factors were going against Ohio, namely the fact that their head coach was just kind of thrust into this position. Uh, a, What was it a month or a month and a half before the season started? That's a really tough situation to throw yourself into. And I don't think he really lived up to it when he was out there on the field either. So I want to see it again. We saw Syracuse flash and play a fantastic game last year against Georgia Tech, right? If you just dropped someone on earth for for that one game and one game only, you would have thought Syracuse was a great team last year. But in reality, they were a 1-10 team last year. They were a bad football team, objectively. I need to see it again. And I think Rutgers is a perfect litmus test for this team.
0: It is, and I'm very excited to see what they do against Rutgers on Saturday. We're going to preview Rutgers over the course of the next couple days probably on this podcast as well and dive into them and how they match up and all that. But, look, I think where I fall in all of this is still where I fell at sort of the beginning of the season where they can be a lot better than they were last year, and I'm confident they are, obviously. I mean, I don't think last year's team could have put up a performance like they did, especially in the manner in which they won where offensive line – for all intents and purposes, kind of carried them in that game. They dominated in the trenches. Now, they didn't really dominate defensive line versus Ohio's offensive line, which is another topic that I think I still have question marks about how well they can get to the quarterback, how well they can tackle is maybe still a question mark after that game. But the biggest question mark of the season was offensive line. And you have to give the offensive line an A for that performance against Ohio. So is the offensive line going to be better? Yes. Is Syracuse going to be a lot better than last year? Yes. The question still is, how much better? Because they can be a lot better than last year and still be a three or four win team. And that's just how bad
1: they were last year, unfortunately. We said it at the beginning of the year when we were previewing the season. If the offensive line is not better, then you're going to be looking at another probably one win team this season. The offensive line is better, and barring something happening there or you have to go really deep into your quarterback depth chart, this team's going to be better than it was last season. And even though we picked three wins, we said it could be a three-win season that is going to maybe feel like four or five. I'm not ready to waver off my three-win pick quite yet. Now, if you do it against Rutgers, I think you're, 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 show, you're showing something in that case. There's still a lot to be seen from this team. What is it going to be like when you're finally going up against guys that are 300 pounds in the trenches? That is going to completely change that, and that's why I think that this Rutgers matchup is perfect. Aaron Murray said he thinks that this is a six-win team after finishing calling that game. I'm not ready to go there yet. I still think there's a lot of things that this team can build on. I'm going to need to see a little bit more from a number of players, and I think it starts and ends with the quarterback. I still need to see a little bit more from Tommy DeVito. He needs to show me he's more than just a game manager at times.
0: Right. You know, you go down the board. What were the biggest question marks going into this year? Offensive line leading the way I think was on everyone's mind. Mm-hmm. What type of line are we going to get? How important is that? We, we knew it was going to be huge quarterback play right up there and kind of in tandem with the offensive line. That young secondary was a question mark. Maybe yeah. deuce Chestnut looks great. I would say those first three things they passed the test. Maybe the ones that they still need to prove is tackling, defensive line, as I alluded to a little bit earlier,
1: and just how good. Can I throw another one in there? Yeah. I want to throw discipline in there because there were two really stupid penalties that this team made. I mean, you had one point in the game where you had your head coach having to come on the field and hold back players from doing stupid things. That cannot happen. A season ago, this was a super undisciplined group that racked up a ton of penalties, and penalties in key situations as well. That cannot happen with this team. And I think if there's one little bone to pick from that win against Ohio, I I didn't see them necessarily get better in the discipline aspect. And this was a team that was winning games, that was winning the game and dominating the game. It's one thing when you're doing it when you're frustrated. It's another thing to do it when you're winning football games and you're dominant. Syracuse was dominant against Ohio. You should not be having these undisciplined penalties.
0: Yeah, the other thing I'll say is I talked about young secondary was a question mark. I, I think Juice Chestnut was obviously tremendous. He was yeah. named co-rookie of the week in the ACC today as of us recording. But look, Ben LeBrosse and Jason Simmons, they weren't great. I mean, they got beat deep a I couple times. I thought Simmons
1: was all right. But he had one bad LeBros, play and LeBron like, certainly left a little bit to be desired.
0: Yeah, and I think it's interesting looking at the snap count on pro football focus. It's forty-five for uh Simmons and nineteen for LeBros. So it seems like Jason Simmons is the starter, despite what we saw on the two deep, and we'll probably see that going forward. Wasn't a ton of changes to the two deep this week. Basically just the injured guys dropped down. But yeah, I mean the secondary still has question marks. I think how much can the offense truly like look that good. I mean, they basically they looked good. Yeah. Can they be more balanced? Can they bring a little bit more pop against a team like Rutgers
1: this is also a question. I think it's really just what can the passing game do for this team? We, we know what this team's going to be like running the football. They're going to be a very good smash mouth type of team. Can they pop? Can they get the big throw out of Tommy DeVito? Can he connect on those deep shots? That's the next step for the offense.
0: All right. will put a pin in that conversation for just a second. Get back to it in a little bit, but it is that time of year again, all eyes now turning to football as teams are back on the gridiron to start the football season. As always bet online is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. Get all the updated odds, props and contests, including online's biggest half million dollar NFL mega contest and the world's largest $200,000 NFL survivor contest open now at bet online. Don't forget to also sign up for their opening day super promo. This is basically our last reminder for that. You make a bet on Thursday, September 9th, the season opener between the Bucks and the Cowboys. If you lose, your wager will be refunded up to $25 for new customers only when signing up and using promo code NFL100 for that opening day super promo. I actually saw that the Bucs are favored by, I think, eight points on BetOnline last I looked, which I thought was a little bit much, maybe, against the Cowboys, mm. but that'll be an interesting There's Tim's hot tip of the week. Yeah, maybe, maybe, uh, throw in the Cowboys to cover at eight points. I think the bucks will win, but we'll see. And you can obviously make that your bet and use that promo code NFL 100. You get up to $25 refunded. If you do lose the bet for that first contest. And don't forget about our promo code locked on. When you sign up for your free account today, use that promo code locked on for a hundred percent welcome bonus as well. Over at
1: bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Hey, are you tired of getting killed by daily fantasy sports experts? I got an I got a solution for you here. Stop playing the experts. Play the house and use Stat Hero. It's the first ever daily fantasy sports book that puts the player in control and winning within reach. Here's how it works: Stat Hero shows you their lineup and dares you to beat them. It's you versus the house in a head to head fantasy mashup. So stop going out and trying to beat 100,000 people at a time. Just take on the house. You name your stakes and it's winner take all. You have the advantage. Stat Hero is showing you their lineup ahead of time. Nobody else does that. I use Stat Hero now instead of some of the other daily fantasy sites. And I got to say, it has completely changed it, especially with some of the baseball stuff. I mean, it's so tough to do a daily fantasy lineup and be a winner. So why not shorten the odds for yourself and get that one-on-one experience, especially with football season right around the corner? You are in total control, and Stat Hero is DFS the way it was meant to be, one-on-one. So go to StatHero.com slash locked on, sign up for free, and right now you can get three times back on your first play. They're giving you a 300% match. That's unheard of. So go to StatHero.com slash locked on. Again, StatHero.com slash locked on. All right. So we both predicted three
0: wins. I think I'm ready to say if I got a chance to redo that prediction, which I'm not overreacting too much because I feel like I was, if anything close to four wins as is before, but I think I would predict four wins now going forward for Syracuse. And I say that from a standpoint of, they looked a little bit better than I thought they won the game by 20 points. And it was a pick them. The offensive line looked good, but also, the ACC looked pretty bad this week. And I thought a Mm -hmm. lot of my reasoning for three wins was, man, this ACC schedule is tough. I don't necessarily know if they – I mean, Florida State and Virginia Tech look pretty good, and we're playing them, so that's kind of a bummer. But I don't know. I didn't see a whole lot from the ACC that provided encouragement that maybe this is going to be a completely better conference and Syracuse is going to run up against a gauntlet. The tough part is I still think the teams that are on their schedule – Looks pretty good for the most part, but I think there might be a little bit more
1: ability to win games in the ACC than I initially thought. I'm with you. That's a fantastic point there because the the conference looked really bad. And a lot of what our rationale was, was that, hey, the conference is going to take a step up. And okay, maybe it's first game hiccups, right? Yeah. I also want to counter with this, too. Could this have just been the Liberty game? From two seasons ago as well, where you go out there, you win 30 to nothing and and you're feeling, okay, like this could be a a good team. You're coming off the, the big 10 and four season. Could this just be the Liberty game all over again? And then you go out and underwhelm the rest of the way. I don't know. Do you remember what the win total was coming off the heels of that season?
0: It was pretty high, maybe eight. Or no, actually, that was the year that it was like shockingly low. Remember, it's like six wins and everyone That's wagered right. on they didn't hit. Mm-hmm. And Vegas was right in the end. But
1: I, I will I, say, I, I remember I had the conspiracy. It was they wanted people to to yes, bet on it. Right. It's just because <laughs> it, it wasn't legal in, in New York City or whatever. So they wanted people to sign a bill. And what do you know? It may have worked <laughs> because it looks right. like it's on the, the governor's uh, desk or something like that now.
0: Yeah, that's that was a funny conspiracy. But I will say, I was at that Liberty game, and they they lost to twenty four nothing. Or sorry, they won the game twenty four nothing. But it was not that encouraging of a performance. Devito looked shaky. The offense looked shaky. I do think there's something to be said about usually even when they play bad teams, you can take a little bit away from this. And they went into that Liberty game projected to win the game by like nineteen points, and they won it by twenty four. But I remember leaving that game with my friends and everything that I went to the game with, and we were a little concerned going into Maryland. This is the opposite; they were projected to tie the game or lose the game, maybe, and they won by twenty. And I feel better about Rutgers now after watching Week One.
1: Yeah, it's a good point. I think you feel good about the defense. Um, there's a little, there's some things that you can nitpick, and, and by feel good, I'm talking about in comparison to the expectations that you had from the beginning of the season. But I think you feel a little bit better about the defense. A lot of it is contingent on Deuce Chestnut. Like, let's say Deuce goes out there and gets burned three times against Rutgers. A lot of your, the pep in your step that you had after this opening win against Ohio is probably taken out. Um, And then on top of that, I think you feel really, really good about the running game, but the passing game still leaves a little bit of something to be desired. So there's things on both sides. Maybe this is the Liberty game. Hopefully it's not. Hopefully this is a team that's going to improve uh, upon this Ohio win and go out and maybe even inch closer and closer to that bowl game.
0: Yeah, and on the note of the ACC schedule, just looking at it now, I mean, Florida State is a road game. They looked pretty good. Wake one big over Old Dominion. They played them October 9th. Clemson, I guess, looked worse than we thought maybe, but let's be honest, they're still Clemson. That's still a daunting game on a Friday night at home. October 15th at Virginia Tech, if anything, looks tougher now. BC won big over Colgate, can't really take much from that. At Louisville is probably the only game that now I'm circling and maybe thinking, oh, maybe that's a little bit more winnable because of how they played against Ole Miss, and then NC State and Pitt to round out the schedule. They both looked good this week. NC State looked really good, so I don't know. I mean, Maybe I'm overreacting to the general opinion of how the schedule lines up for Syracuse now. In general, though, the ACC did not look good. And if the ACC is not as good, then the whole argument of Syracuse might not get as many wins because the ACC is good does go out the window a little bit.
1: Yeah, and I I mean, you running through the schedule there, I think, is a really good exercise. They're going to play all the good ACC teams from this past weekend, pretty much. And and the one team that really didn't play, or I guess there's two teams that didn't play well on your schedule. It's Clemson. are you picking them to right. beat Clemson? No, Like, I'm
0: not. <laughs> <laughs> I don't and think Clemson was to you. still
1: fine. I mean, they lost by a touchdown. Oh, defensively, the
0: yeah. I mean, defensively,
1: right. that team was lights out. It was just offensively, they had their hiccups there. And then on the other side as well, um, Louisville, I think, is the one that maybe you can change my mind a little bit on. But I, Ole Miss might be a team that slept on. And, and but it, it is worth noting that Louisville went in, played against a team that didn't have their head coach. and and still looked that bad, I mean, there is some cause for concern. Now, they looked a little bit better in the second half against Ole Miss, but it is what it is. So that's why I've been looking at this Rutgers game, and it feels like the perfect litmus test for what this team can be. If they go out and soundly beat Rutgers, I'm willing to shift my my thinking into, okay, this is a team that could be a bowl team. Could win 6 games. I'm not ready to say oh they can go to the 10 and 2 height or the the 9 and 3 heights that they did a couple seasons ago, but okay, yeah, if you do it against Rutgers, it's a great litmus test. I think of college football's litmus test as to whether or not you are a good team happens when you play Iowa, usually. Like if you hmm. beat Iowa, you're probably a good team. If you lose to Iowa, eh, you're probably not that great of a team. But Iowa feels like every single year is that perfect middle of the pack team, and I feel like them going up against Rutgers, Rutgers is that perfect sort of middle of the pack opponent that they have on their schedule this year. Yeah, And if not you know, normally, I, but
0: maybe this year because they are. I mean, they year. look good too.
1: Yeah, yeah. Against so Comfort. if they go up and beat Rutgers, okay, you've got a chance to be a good team. If you lose to Rutgers. In your building, in the first football game in this newly renovated dome, which, by the way, I looked at some of the ticket stuff. It's not very encouraging right now with the amount of tickets yeah. sold. This place needs to be rocking, okay? Like it—it it would be embarrassing if it's not. But I—I well, I think I need that's COVID concerns it. a little. I mean, it might it, be.
0: Yeah, it's an indoor place, and I, I get it if if the tickets are not to the roof
1: for that game.
0: Unfortunately, but the that's fact the that there's.
1: The fact that there's that many available tickets right now, I don't know if I've seen the the Ticketmaster seating charts going around yeah. on Twitter. Yeah, Brennan experted out something. Yeah, there's that many available tickets for the first Syracuse football game back a, after a, a, an entire year of being shut out. Yeah, it's I mean, six hundred and
0: fifty days since they played in the dome in front of fans, and it's the first dome. I mean, yeah, you're right. It's a little disappointing, but I will say it's not maybe just the product of the football team that's contributing to that too. It's right, probably right. a lot of people saying uh, it's indoors, COVID, I have to wear a mask, all that stuff.
1: Yeah, and, and that's fair. Listen, you, if you want to go, if, if you're willing to, to live with the risks that, that go with it, go for it. But I, I totally understand, too, if you're not going for the other reasons as well. But it, in regards to Rutgers, if this team goes out and loses this game, I I think I still sit where I did at the beginning of the season. That's why I think this is a pivotal game in determining what type of season you are going to have this year.
0: No doubt. It kind of feels like Maryland in a way, and and they obviously did not pass that webmas test a couple years ago. All right. Well, speaking of tests and all that things, uh, Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar out there, of course, and you guys need to test it out because it is literally better than all the other protein bars that are even remotely in the same range as them. It is delicious and it is healthy for you. They have nine delicious flavors now. And when you're a Bilt Bar fan or you talk to a Built Bar fan, they are passionate about which flavors are their favorite. My personal flavor, fa- favorite flavor is the peanut butter brownie. Also love the double chocolate. They've got some really good ones. So there's something for everyone at Bilt Bar. Not only are they great tasting, but they're healthy for you as well. Just take an example of one flavor, 17 grams protein, only 130 calories, only four grams sugar and only 4 grams net carbs. You can go to BuiltBar.com today and use our promo code. That's LOCKED15. You'll get 15% off your first order. Again, that promo code is LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Something else I want to bring up when we just talk about in general, like did this game change our expectations of the team? They won, and I feel like the best version of Syracuse football this year is the defense is the elite side of the ball. The defense takes a huge step up in Tony White year two. They kind of passed that test and also they lean in on the running game and they use the running game as the strength on offense, which maybe they have not done a whole lot in the Dino Babers era. So in general, I think the way they won was even better than I could have imagined. Yes, they won by 20 points, but they won in such a matter of fact way by rushing the football great and also getting a good performance from your defense. Now it's going to be totally different against Rutgers. They scored 61 points. We'll see how that young secondary looks. The tackling needs to be better against Rutgers. But in general, I think the best version of Syracuse football this year is Tommy DeVito's the quarterback the entire way. They're a
1: run-heavy offense, and they've got a good defense. And they did that in the first game. It feels like game one went according to plan. Things were executed well, especially in the running game. You got Sean Tucker over 180 yards in game number one. That's a fantastic way to, to open up your season. I think you also caught a break on the defensive side of the ball as well by Ohio, not having Isaiah Cox jr. Out there, who's their best receiver. So when, when you're doing that and and clearly Ohio at a coaching deficit as well in that first game, it felt like things sort of fell Syracuse's way leading into it. But Hey, this team, when things fell their way last year, didn't take advantage of it this year. That's going to be part of their, the, the MO of making change happen with this squad. They need to go take advantage of opportunities when they're presented. They didn't do that last year, but it already feels like through one game, that sort of um, that sort of twist to this team could be a little bit different.
0: Right. And they made Ohio look really bad. I think Rutgers is a team that the general Syracuse fan base, the same way I felt about Ohio, everyone is probably looking at Rutgers and thinking about what Rutgers has been in the past 10 years and letting that influence their opinion of, what Rutgers is this year. I'm not saying they're some unbeatable team. I'm not saying that it's going to be a game that Syracuse can't win or shouldn't win, but they're also not favored. They're not favored. Yeah. Rutgers is is a solid team, right? Like, and Ohio didn't really fall through with the prophecy of being maybe a little bit better than the fan base thought on paper, but I'm still not going to go ahead and say Rutgers is some bad football program. I mean, when you look at like national rankings and
1: stuff, they are pretty high up there. I mean, you look at, I believe the Daily Orange ran a story the other day about how the recruiting demise in the Northeast for Syracuse is because Rutgers has sort of stepped in with Greg Shiano and taken some of these players that Syracuse once upon a time would always get out of the state of New York. And so looking at both of these teams, Yahoo and The Athletic rank all 130 teams in the country week after week, and Syracuse... Rose 11 spots up to 92 in Yahoo's rankings and rose 18 spots in the athletics rankings to 93. So both of those publications have okay. about the same there. Ohio bumped down 18 spots in Yahoo's rankings to 98 and it bumped down six spots in the athletics rankings to 105 Rutgers. Meanwhile, they're sitting at about 70 is the, the median between the two. They, they didn't move a ton in the athletics, and they moved up 10 spots in Yahoo. So they're 68 in Yahoo, and they're 72 in the athletic. And this is a chance for Syracuse to now go beat a team that a lot of people think is better than, than Syracuse. And, and when you beat teams that are better than you, that's how you gain respect. It was cute and cool when Syracuse was doing it and hanging around with Clemson here and there and, and hanging around with some of these teams, but you end up being 4-8. and eight. It's another thing when you go out and win those games against Virginia Tech and Dino's first year, against Clemson in the second year. I mean, there was a, a bevy of games in that third year where Syracuse may not have been the favorite and went out and played well. So now you've got a chance to earn respect, and this is a, a Rutgers game that can certainly do that for them.
0: Yeah, and I'll say this: if you beat Rutgers, boom, you're basically three and zero. We can give them all Albany yeah. regardless of really what happens. So then you're three and zero, and you've got Liberty at home, and there's some real hype behind that game. Like maybe there's a bigger well, turnout for the dome for that one. Liberty's a good team that you played recently, and we kind of know them a little bit more. We know they're legit now, and they could even be with a number next to their name in the AP poll rankings and everything by that week. So. It's, it's a big deal from a hype perspective as well because 3-0, and I don't care who you played. It just sounds good, and it gets fans intrigued a little bit too. Well,
1: you're at the win total through three yeah. games. I mean, at <laughs> right. that point, just give me one. Worst-case scenario, we're pushing. But no, I, it's – this Rutgers game, I think – I don't want to say it's the biggest game of the season. Because Ohio may have been. <laughs> because – In a way. Yeah, but – And it's not one of those things where I'm going to change and say that each week and say, oh, this is the biggest game of the season. This is the big, once you get in the AC, this is the biggest game of the season. But it feels like the biggest game of the season because you're going to be able to tell what kind of team Syracuse is after this Rutgers game because Rutgers is a known quantity. What did we say all the week going into Ohio? There's so much unknown about Ohio. They played three games the year before. How are you supposed to glean a lot of information on what a team can be from a year before where they only play three games and undergo a late head head coaching change as well? Not a ton that you can do there. Rutgers is a known quantity. You know kind of what Rutgers is this year. They're just going to be a solid Big Ten team this year. If you can go out and beat that, then guess what? You kind of know what you are as Syracuse. You know that you're a solid football team. If you lose, there's a lot more questions to be answered.
0: Right. Right. Well, we will continue to get you guys ready for Rutgers. I'm sure we will be, well, we'll definitely be here the next two days. And at some point, we will preview Rutgers. We'll get you all caught up on everything and how they match up and dive deep into their roster and how really they shake against Syracuse and how they break down that game. So. That is coming up on the podcast. Subscribe now if you haven't already, and we'll also give you any other breaking news that comes across. Football, basketball, recruiting related. You can follow the show on Twitter and follow the show on YouTube as well. And we'll talk to you guys on Thursday.